and welcome to the Gamers Confessional, um, episode 22, I believe. I can't remember. To be honest, we're recording this on a Monday night, and we normally record on like a Wednesday or Thursday of last week is what it should have been, but there were some minor technical issues. Um, Your fault. By, yeah, by mine and my internet just died about six times in a night, which made Clarky very aggressive and um, Pets slightly slightly annoyed um so we are kind of going to rehash a little bit of content but it's all good because clarky you know was had nothing to bring to the table anyway and pet really wanted to talk about bloodborne again um <laughs> so we're back um they're, they're both here with me tonight sorry proper introduction pet say hello hello clarky say hello hello there you go um so yeah we are going to talk a little bit about bloodborne only because pet bought it or was gifted it, or was the massive stole it for him, or something like that. Um, and Clarky and I have been banging on at him for ages. You must try this game. This is our game of the year so far. Um, it's bloody awesome. Yada yada yada. Pet got all excited, and like a little kid, he rushed to his console, downloaded it over three days, and played it. And Pet, what did you think? Um, I don't get it. What? That it. I don't get it. I, I, I don't get what what's so good about it. I just it, it hasn't clicked with me, okay. um, unfortunately. Which is which is really disappointing because I really thought I was going to like this game. And uh, no, you're just not giving it a fair chance. Yeah, how much, I mean, how much it's, time have you played it for? Let's give give us a bit of background. What what did you do with it? Where did you get to? How did you play it? Were you in the right? Did you do your usual thing of playing it in twenty minute bursts over the space of a month? Did you put prolonged yeah. time into it? What? Yeah, it's not. It's not that it's a bad game. It's just I haven't. I know I haven't given it the chance it deserves. So um, uh, it was my birthday on the weekend. They bought it for me on the Saturday or Sunday. I can't remember when I was. I wasn't in on Saturday because it was my birthday. So Sunday they bought it for me. It downloaded by Monday. So so the only times I had to play it was on the weekday. So that that's where the main problem is. Like you can't you can't play this game like a few hours after work or half an hour after work it doesn't work like that and no. so that's so that's one reason I'm not annoyed, uh, liking it in total I've played about three and a half hours of it you could have total. played more what do you mean I've seen you you could have been on that but no you're playing FIFA with the dregs of humanity yeah but that's what I'm, that's what I was having a conversation with Vimes the other day saying on Twitter sort of saying oh, I tweeted out what game should I play and Vimes he tweeted out like oh why on earth are you not playing Bloodborne and I thought like because I've got half an hour. There's you can't play Bloodborne in half an hour. You can, no, no, I, you, can I, you can't achieve anything in Bloodborne in half an hour. So there's no point even playing. You kind of can, but I get, I get what you're saying. You have to, you know. I, I I was like that this morning. I had like the wife took. I had, a, I had like a late meeting that was my first sort of port call of the day. So I, I could have logged on for an hour and played Bloodborne, and I just thought it's not long enough for what I want to do. Exactly. Um. So I, I get what you're saying. I think um, <laughs> it didn't bode well when the first night. I think you were party chatting with Clarky, and all I kept getting from you was bloody text saying what the fuck does this stat mean how does this work what am I supposed to choose here how's this going I just thought this is not boding well yeah um, I do hope that if you get a chance to um you you know sit down give it like book out a three hour block somewhere That's when you're not hung over when you're not trying yeah. to impress a lady or something like that but, oh yeah just you know, how, how could he not make sense of the menu and what that does? I oh, mean, okay, that, come on, mate. No, it's not the most on. intuitive of, of things. I mean, oh, have you played Persona Four? Well, I played it for yeah. forty hours and I still didn't know what the hell half the menu was. <laughs> this is true. 
but you know, I mean, he's got he's got a character there now. He just needs to sit down and play it. And I reckon if you sit down, if you put yourself like two or three hours, just say no, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna hit this hard. I'm gonna try it. Um, like I the, say, the, don't the, the problem is for this game. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you you can't like. On a weekday, I come back stressed from work. I've woken up early. I've da 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 da. The main reason I game is because I and I've said this so many times on the show is because I like to feel relaxed. It yeah. relaxes me to game. Mm-hmm. Um, this game does not relax me, so I don't want to play it on weekdays. Mm-hmm. The only time I can play this game is like when I'm proper in the mood, sort of. You know, I can't explain it, but I need to be psyched up almost to play this Whereas game. All I want to do is play the bloody thing all the time. Oh well, come on, Pat. No, nobody south of Birmingham actually does any work for a living. Well, there is that. Um, no, I mean, I, I get, I do, honestly, I do get what you're saying, and I think I'm, uh, the only reason I'm banging on about it is because I so wanted you to like it. It's like one of those, you know, when you sort yeah. of listen to a really good album, you see a really good film, you just keep banging on to it. So everybody must love this as much as I do, and it's a little bit like that. But yeah, I mean, I'm not, I don't want to compare it to Persona, but only because you mentioned it now, right? This is how, this is how I like to game. Yeah, Persona was on the Vita, right? Why did you mention the Persona thing? It's but got listen, 30 seconds. Okay, listen, listen. On the Vita, you can um, instant sleep your Vita, like how you turn off and on your phone. So I used to like, like do a little battle, turn it off. 20 go seconds. Go, go and do something for five seconds. Come back, do something else for a minute. Turn it off. Go back. You can't do that with Bloodborne. You can't even pause. You can't even pause. Like ten seconds. Clarky was um trying to. I'm talking about Bloodborne now, mate. Yeah, yeah, um, you can stop that. Right? Yeah, like Clarky was trying to. Clarky was listening to me play Bloodborne, and it's just it's just not the way you should play it. Like uh, no, I mean I did say you know, someone someone was calling me, answered the phone. Yeah, what's going on? Da 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 da. Put down the phone. Then I went downstairs, got a chocolate bar, came upstairs. I'll tell you what it is. Nobody in his house ever answers the fucking phone. There is that. No, you look. You just need to look. You just dark room, headset on. Must be a headset. Got to have your headphones on. Bottle of wine next to you. You know, maybe a small tube of lube, and then just play the game for two hours. You can't. It. He'll keep sliding off his silk sheets. <laughs> That's true. I think. Give it, listen. If, if for nothing else, if just for me this weekend or whenever, give it a shot at living like a prolonged couple of hour session. If you don't like it after that. I ain't gonna go on about it anymore. You know, some some games just aren't for people, and you know, yeah, I'm not, no, it's not. I, I'm not gonna beat you up about it and tell you you've got no, no t- I'm the first one games to, for it or anything like that. But I'm the first one to admit that I, I haven't given it the chance it deserves yet, and that's purely because of the circumstances I've been in. Um, and this game, it it does need some sort of, it, like I said, you need to be in the right frame of mind. You need to have some sort of dedication towards it. Right mm. now, like I can't do it. Like um, you know, I'd rather jump on a quick game game on you know that means nothing can play that instead that might relax me and let my yeah how is Splatoon <laughs> that's what I was going to say no, but I was trying to keep it, it as a little go a on little... man talk about Splatoon well yeah I, I, I bought Splatoon in the end um, the game you told everyone else not to buy yeah you came yeah. as we like to say on air and said yeah. don't buy this game it's shocking <coughs> yeah but Listen, no but it, it was a it was a it was a Sunday night, a Saturday night. I, I was vulnerable. I was lonely. We still talk I, about this time when you got, you know. Yeah, when, when I bought Splatoon. Oh right, yeah. <laughs> My friend said that he'd bought it, and I thought, right, okay. No, oh, for God's sake. Oh, it's only thirty-five pounds. Okay, let only me. And then, and then he said the magic words to me, right? He said motion magic words. Okay, he said the magic sentence to me. He said motion controls can be turned off, off, off. Like echoed like that. It, it didn't really echo. That was because of the shit voice chat, was it? It, it yeah. echoed in my mind, and I was like, okay, maybe this this is okay then, because that was my main complaint that you can't aim. You have to aim with motion controls, which 
is the only option. I, th I think it was the only option you had in the, in the test fire demos. Um, but this you can turn it off straight from the options screen. I don't think there even was an option. So, so you bought digitally a game that would have had massive resale value. Yeah, I, I bought it on the store. <laughs> Clarky, look seriously, you can't talk, all right? You know, I do exactly the same thing. I'm, you know, all the time buying. Dig I'm actually thinking about it. That's really bad. All right, say bookshelf or Kindle. Uh, well, that depends. Uh, uh, bookshelf or Kindle? Bookshelf. Well, there we go then. Well, no, but that depends because that's, oh. the, that's only for the books I really love. Kindle, exactly. I buy all the trash. I, I love, if I I love series, Bloodborne. I series, I'll buy it on book. I love Bloodborne. I love Alien Isolation. You haven't got that. What? Alien. No, I got that digitally. It's on Steam. Yeah, I've got that, yeah. But I mean, I don't want to compare Splatoon with Bloodborne, but I can no, jump on. Well, yeah. I can. Yeah, that'd be interesting. I can jump on Splatoon for five minutes and have a good time. Yeah, but um, could you but... sit on it for two hours? Ew! I don't know if I could sit on it for two hours, but I could definitely sit on it for half an hour, and sometimes that's all I need—my half an yeah, hour. Yeah, that's cool. I get, I get what you're saying. So uh... I, get, I get what you're saying. So, so talk with Super Splatoon, because last time you you left us with Splatoon was. You've done the, the the demo weekend or the beta, what? And you played half an hour of it. <laughs> the beta, really, the beat, really, the beta hour. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's not a weekend. You were yeah. really, really hyped about it. You were giving it all a big one. Then you played this game for half an hour and came on and went, <laughs> shit. <laughs> like, nobody playing this game. You started all going all be a Baracus on us and stuff, and it was just like, okay. <laughs> I'm probably too young to remember who he was. I'll let Clark explain later. <laughs> I know who um, he was. I love, I love. <laughs> so, what's what's Splatoon like? It's really good. Oh. <laughs> right, Pat. You've got four, four, four versus four. You've three other teammates. How do you plan your strategy against the other team? Um, well, the first thing I do is I paint my own base because as soon as like the game starts, for some reason everybody legs it like headless chickens, right? So I, I, I do my own base and then I go around the edges. I go around the edges. I never. Oh, Vamsi would be proud. I was oh, so say, sorry, go on. You never just penetrate. Like playing Diablo or any other kind of yeah. top-down game. I, I, I never penetrate the the home base because there's okay. no point. Because all they're going to do is paint over it. So I never penetrate that. I go around the edges and then I focus in the middle and I and I, and I make sure that I hold my own turf. Then in the last thirty <laughs> seconds, I make Somebody a dive. That sound I'm totally <laughs> editing this later. Carry on, pet. In the last thirty seconds, I make a dive for. The end zone, basically. I, I go into their base. Yeah. As do we all, mate. As do we all. <laughs> I try and paint their base as much as possible because they just won't have time to um to counter it. And that's how you win the game. The game's only three minutes long. So you've got to act, <laughs> yeah. You've got to act yeah. Yeah. I know what you mean. <laughs> so you got to act quick. Um. But yeah, it's re it's really fun. So in answer to Clarky's original question, you don't actually communicate with your teammates. Oh, is that what you asked? <laughs> Fucking so hell. how do you plan your strategy? How do you know if it's four v four? Oh, I thought you meant as in what? Is there any I... is there any communication at all? Is there any no, attempt? No, is there no, some no. kind of me chat or emoticon or anything no, like no, that? No, 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 no. It's completely fucked. Um, there's the, the, you, you can do instant chats. Like you can do two phrases. I say two phrases. You can say it's me or nice. Like with an up and a down. If you press up, it says it's me. Why would you say it's me? Unless you're married. Oh, to me. To me. Oh right, okay. Well, like, like, as in, come to me, or 
to me, to you. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, go on. Uh, and the other one's nice. But um, this is the thing, right? Listen to this, yeah? Me and my friend Skyped, right? So we can play with each other. And then mm-hmm. um, the thing is, it's completely random. So you're not necessarily going to be in the same team every time. Oh, what? No, and that's, that's on purpose. That's an on purpose thing they've done. So half the time, me and him weren't even on the same team. Fucking hell. Which was Nintendo, just like, I'd what, what is? He, we read out. We he read about it. and It's like no, no, that's supposed to happen. You're not supposed to. It sounds like launch day battlefield. Yeah. But I, I don't understand why on earth like you can't be on the same team. Um, it's really battlefield had it right, and we just accused them of getting it wrong for no reason. It was all part of their cunning master plan. Yeah. I mean, this there's is no bizarre. It is bizarre. There's no sort of um, lobbying up before you enter a game either, like how you do in Smash Bros. So essentially what happens is one person will enter a game and then you will have to join him, but you won't enter his game because it's always 8 out of 8. So you'll basically just wait until that round finishes and then you'll and then you'll play your game with him. Mm-hmm. So you'll never just join and it's really weird. And is there any way... kind of progression? Is there like a ranking up? Is there leagues? Yeah. It's a... what? So this is better. So, I mean, another one of my main complaints when I played the demo was that there's just nothing to this game it's just empty so now you've got your full set of um, weapons that you can buy you've got your like, and it's quite good with the weapons so you start every time you level it's an XP system like Call of Duty so every time you splat someone um, actually no let me rephrase that every time you paint the turf because you get no additional points for splatting anyone that's Nintendo's friendly word for killing another player you don't kill yeah, you splat Jesus they, don't, they don't want to use the word kill um, so you don't get any points for that. The only points you get is for painting someone else, uh, painting the turf. But mm-hmm. when you do splat someone and you destroy them, they burst like a bomb and burst your paint everywhere. So mm-hmm. it is good to kill people in that way. And plus, uh, if, you get like a long respawn time, so you yeah, can paint. If if you want to save thirty quid, Vimes, I can point you to the uh, fill tool on your uh, paint program on your computer. <laughs> but listen, so um, so w- when you finish the game. Depending on how much turf you've covered, you get points. And with those points, uh, it's not points, it's coins, so you get money. So with those coins, you can level up and then you can buy things in the store. And what you can buy in the store is different weapons. Mm -hmm. uh, And what you can buy also is different gear, which gives you different perks. So you can buy a t-shirt and you've got to pick which t-shirt you want. It's not just to do with what color t-shirt you like. So you can pick the blue t-shirt that has quicker respawn time. Or you can pick the pink t-shirt that has uh, um, extra grenades. Mm-hmm. Or you can pick the yellow T-shirt that has, um, you, you know, different abilities like up. Yeah, 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 yeah. So what, what, what sort of paint do you use? Is it is it gloss or matte? Jesus. It's just it's ink. It's it's not really paint. It's like. Oh ink. right. Because it's right. like a squid, isn't it? Squid yeah. ink. Does it cover in one coat, or do you have to like go Jesus over it again? Okay. It does cover in one in uh, oh, one really? coat, but it's like uh, you you can get like spots of other people's colours. So you got paint quite well sometimes, but. There's no time to be so precise with it. You're not. You're not. You're well, not doing a fight. I think. Before Clarky tries to be obtuse again. Yeah. The um thing that's always confused me a little bit about it is the movement. So you kind of run along as your little humanoid type character, and then you turn into your squid when you can swim through your own ink. Yeah. How does yeah. that play? It's really good. Like now that I'm used to it, it's so good to swim as a as a squid. It's the best way to travel by far in the game, and it's like jumping about like not many first person shooters you can even jump in so it it's it's really good to like yeah it's it works really well i must say um it, i mean it is fun it is now i'm finding it fun i jumped on by myself and i didn't think i would find it fun by myself but i am finding it fun by myself as well um and i want to progress and sort of develop my character there's bad things about it as well so nintendo being nintendo this is just bonkers i don't know why they do stuff like this but um 
they are I don't know how many maps there are. There's no way to know without you reading on Wikipedia. And the reason for this is because you only play two maps. You only play two maps every four hours. Every four hours, the maps change and you get fresh two maps. So it's like, it's really weird. So it's, it, I don't know any other game that does that, but it's really boring because you're like, why have I just played the same 10 maps in the space of half an hour? Well, it's because there's, that's it. You've got two maps and then they change. Um, again, something Nintendo did on purpose, but I can't understand why. Any, any idea, fellas, there, what they're thinking, or...? No. <laughs> just just, just release us the whole maps. Like, release ten maps and then let us vote for the map. I mean, my friend was sort of saying that, oh, they probably want you to work out a strategy, so by the end of the four hours, you know, you sort of know the strategy well for the map, so... But I just... It just... It got a bit boring because it's like the same map again. Yeah. And then the next day I logged on again, and by coincidence, one of the two maps was the one I played yesterday. I was like, fuck's sake, because I've only got one new map. So, um, in the space of like me playing this game for four or five hours, I've probably seen about five maps. Okay. Which is. So, do you, do you, can you see this in, like, in a couple of weeks? Can you still see A, yourself playing it, but B, anybody else playing it? For some reason, this has got a strong following online. Like, I, I can see people tweeting about it, I can see. Uh, you know, universal websites giving it a lot of love. Um, but the thing is, a lot of websites suck off Nintendo anyway, so it's hard to tell. But um, can I see myself Brilliant. playing it? Can I see myself playing it? It, it, it? No, because I don't even play games which are much better on Nintendo. So Mario Kart for me is a much, much better game. Smash Bros is a much better game. So I can't see it playing it. But I can see me going back to it for about half an hour every, every so often, every month, let's say. It's not going to be my number one shooter, but it, it is a fun shooter. Uh, me, me and my friend had a discussion that sort of, the, you know, the Slaughterhouse Massive. If we, um, if Jesus. We, if we, out. Slaughterhouse Massive. If we, if we had, if we all had um, Nintendos, this is what Adrian said. Um, if we all had we we use, we would be having more fun on Splatoon tonight. He said than we did on FIFA yesterday, and that's true because we were pulling our hair out on that game. Yeah, but sadly, um, what it says for Nintendo is all of you don't have Wii U's. No, yeah. that's the thing, and this is again. I, I'm not switching subjects here, but I, I I made a little rant last week about the Vita and about a little cry, was it? Yeah, just a little one. A, li- a little one. But my point is, the Wii U has sold. What well, I don't know if it has sold worse, but I think the Vita, approximate sell figures, and this is unknown really, but what they say is about 10 million Vitas have been sold. Um, and Wii U is is I think it's about 11 million. So um, you, know, it's the same. It's doing the same crap. So, um, but you, you just see the difference between Vita and Wii U is the Wii U is still coming out with first party AAA games as is Splatoon, um, you know, as, as is all these great games. And in the future games are coming out as well, Wish, Woolies, Wishy World and not Woolies, Wishy World, Yoshi's Woolies, Wishy World, Yoshi's Woolly World and, you know, Kirby came out and um, <laughs> Zelda. No, no, it, 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 it's, it's a good point, but I mean, it's been supported. But yeah, N- Nintendo awesome. might not be, you know, releasing games every other week, but they do put love into the games they do release. Yeah. Whereas, I mean, PlayStation had about five or six really strong IPs for the PSP that they could have carried on to the Vita but just didn't bother. Yeah, absolutely. So you know what? Instead of Wii U saying, Nintendo saying, well, the Wii U's sold shit, you know, let's just give up on it. Let's, let's call it Legacy. Let's talk about the NX or whatever it's called. What's it, what is the next their code name for the next one? Yeah, it's the, it's the NX. But it... y- you don't know what that's going to be. That could be a handheld. We don't know what yeah, that's going to be. Yeah, you've got no idea. 
Um, but my point is, you know, Vita sat down and died. Sony let it die. Wii U said, you know what? F you. We're going to make games for this thing. I don't care if third parties aren't making games for this. I don't care if Ubisoft aren't making games or FIFA. Yeah. Da, 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 the, da, da. the thing we're is, yeah, Nintendo always has that collectability about it, doesn't it? Uh, you know, I like having a collection of Nintendo stuff where my gaming stuff is. You know, I've got a couple of Amiibos. I've got more Wii U games than I have. Xbox One and PS4 combined. Mm. Yeah, I, mean, yeah. I, I always get this when people sort of say on Twitter and they sort of mock, either mock Wii U or they, you know, give the eternal question, should I buy it? And I always say, yeah, absolutely you should, because it's, you know, I haven't got as many, nowhere near as many as Clarky's got. I've got maybe two or three games, but I've played a few on the Wii U and they've always been good. And they're always good yeah. quality games. Yeah, I mean, um, Nintendo, historically, I've got to say something bad about Splatoon. Historically, they've launched with really good games. Um, Splatoon does crash. It crashes often as well. Really? It, yes, and I was surprised by that. Um, but it's not just me, because my friend's been crashed, and he's searching on the internet, and a lot of people have been having the same error. Maybe if you um, buy a legit copy, it'll probably work out. Yeah, it's, no, it, it's, not, it's not a sort of thing they've done before, is it, though? Well, they've done online games like... What do you mean? Mario Kart's online. Well, not an online shooter, have they? No, but it's still, it still—it doesn't matter what it is. It can be an online pornography for for anyone cares. As long as it runs well, it's... It, well, do you, how do you know that? Do you make games? <laughs> no, I don't know make games. Yeah, no, well, there we go, then. Well, Keep okay, your opinions to yourself. Well, I, okay, I don't, I don't know. Um, but, yeah, I mean... <laughs> It says a lot when I'm coming on, on the podcast to talk more about Splatoon than I am Bloodborne. You know, yeah, that's... Yeah, there's something wrong with you. Yeah, well, I second that. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's fine, man. It's just, you know, it's different. Yeah, it'd be fucking boring if we all came in and said, oh, Bloodborne is fucking amazing. And you know, although, you know, that's how you should. I wouldn't it. find it boring. People listening might do, but I wouldn't. Yeah, I mean, we might have lost loads of listeners because we just keep moaning on about the bloody game, but there we go. Well, it's, it's all right because when Bloodborne's finished, I think I'm going to be getting Dark Souls 2. Yeah, I already have. <laughs> it's on my shelf waiting. Um, okay, well, I, I I did good things this week. Um, Clarky, before I go on, I presume you've got nothing to say. No, other than <laughs> other than I've now overtaken you at Bloodborne. Yeah, that's such. A weird thing to say, Clarky. You know, a this isn't a dick waving contest because I'd have to get the forklift truck in. Yeah, well, well, well like, let, let's just keep keep that to one side. Do you, do you wow. want me to post our uh, post me catching you up WhatsApp conversations if you're no, saying well, that? No, you exactly. Discuss, yes. you know, if you talk, it depends if you're talking about playtime, in which case you've spent far more hours on it than I have, or whether you wanted to say, you know, kind of the ratio of where I'm up to and how many hours it took me. I'm just saying I don't want to fight. You know, I don't think I need to right. be. You know, it's not a competition. <clears throat> Bastard. Um, <laughs> have you played anything else that you want to talk about? Uh, other than Elite Dangerous, the other mainstay in my life. Oh, that's yeah. nuts, isn't it? He's such a two two game yeah. person. The the power play updates out, and what's that then? Um, it, it's meant to uh, alleviate the boredom some people are feeling with the game. It actually gives you things to do. You can align yourself with one of eight galactic powers um, replete with artwork so you can actually see a real person <laughs> and you'll basically be given stuff to do like you know we, we want we want in in this system so here take this cargo of paraphernalia or this load of weapons and say we donated it and as you donate as you do, donate enough to a system that system will then become friendly towards the person you support and it will expand your sphere of influence in the galaxy 
Are you talking about like um, tag graffitis like in Counter Strike? Probably not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I know what you're on about, Pat. Yeah, they've they've added they've added a couple of new ships in. Um, the uh, Diamondback Explorer, which is kind of an ex uh, affordable version of the Asp, and a little version of that called the Diamondback Scout. Oh, diddums. Yeah. Oh, what's the was he talking about the art then? Wimesy, what was he talking about? Like, was that like the art, like in graffiti art? No. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> now you've lost his clip. No, you're all right, carry on. This man's just sucked the life out of the room. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about what. I thought you were no, talking about like, it, a painting it, thing. It's Bloodborne and Elite for Clarky. Um, it's Bloodborne taking over by Splatoon. Anything else, Pat, you, you got on the burner, or is he just. Yeah. You're yeah, really, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I'm really loving. Um, Please say it's not a JRPG. It, it is a JRPG. Oh, for fuck's sake! But you like this one, Vine Slash this week. Shadow of Colossus. That's not a JRPG. It's Japanese, and it? oh, it's not an RPG, is it? No, just Japanese. What? Japanese what? action game. Um, I'm really loving it. I played about. Um, five four hours five four hours something like that i've killed um seven bosses so i'm nearly halfway there uh man it's so good man oh my god like i killed the eagle the flying colossus i killed Mm -hmm. the uh just all of it was just so good the different bosses like the puzzle trying to work out how do i climb him how do you remember the guy with the beard ymz yeah i do Oh man, when he pissed, like he like bent down to look through the little, the little temple, and then you jumped on him. Then oh, it's just it's a really good game. I just wanted to say I'm really loving it. I can't wait to finish it. And I remember mentioning to us when you were going on about flower, and saying, yeah. can you play the fucking game?" Just saying, just saying. You'll, oh, you'll come back to us in about three years' time. Going, man, have you heard about this game called Bloodborne? It's fucking brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Probably. Why didn't you guys tell me to buy this at the time? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, then. In that case, I've got a couple of games, um, you know, because unlike Clarky, I don't mind, you know, I don't really want to charge ahead with Bloodborne. I'm quite happy to take that at my own pace, you know. Mm. Um, and I thought I'd, I'd want to bring some content to the show because people must be sick of us talking about Bloodborne. No, no, that's good. You carry on, mate. Um, so I wanted to talk about a couple of games. Um, one of which is on PC, and it's an old game, but not as old. I don't actually know when it came out. Uh, it's called the I'm trying to remember the name of it um, the Blackwell Legacy you what? heard of this? no no nope. nope. okay it's an adventure game um, oh god what? and it's, it's episodic and there's four episodes to it um, and it's kind of I don't know when it was brought out I might wiki it actually um, but it's it's uh, a game where you play a female journalist is kind of a uh, recluse uh, she kind of writes book reviews for a kind of local paper and that's about it but essentially her aunt, it takes place the first scene is her scattering her aunt's ashes and it's all very sort of old school the graphics aren't all black and stuff it's all very 2D um, and um, and then she finds out what the legacy the Blackwell family legacy is and it's that basically that they've been haunted by a um a ghost essentially a, a, a private investigator type ghost um, who's brilliant and the voice acting is fantastic and essentially you kind of you have the ability where you, you kind of you kind of play like a ghost whisperer 
uh, type character where you, you, you head off I've only played the first episode out of four um, and you're investigating the murders or the deaths of these these um, two young sophomore girls so you have to go to their sort of dorm and ask questions of the, the people there trying to find out what's going on and then you kind of find out that you're, you've got this, this, this ghost private eye hanging around with you and that's kind it's, of like the brief sounds like the plot of murdered soul suspect yeah but it's better um but it's just really nicely written. It doesn't take very long to finish. I think it's like an hour and a half, two hours I finished the game in. Um, and it's like I say, it's episodic, so I've got another three episodes to go. And actually, I really enjoyed it. The writing was really good. The puzzles weren't massively obtuse. There was one or two bits where you're kind of scratching your head thinking, what, and you kind of accidentally get the... There's one bit, essentially, where you, you leave, you go and see a girl in hospital, and then um, you question her, and then you leave. And you're supposed to, I don't know, but you're supposed to go back and she says, oh, by the way, can you take these pills for me? But they, you would never have, the only reason I knew it is because I'd been to every other room in the bloody, in the, in the, in the whole game and just thought, I don't know what to do. So I went back in the same room and she kind of went, oh, here, have these. And I thought, oh, right, that's my next move. But you wouldn't have known about it, um, you know, unless you kind of gone back and checked it through. So it was a bit odd. Um, are you, and, what, what are you in the game? Like, what are you, what is the main person? I just said that you're a female journalist. Um, so why so she? I don't understand why she's acting like a detective then. Because she gets. Oh god, grief. Okay, so the 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 premise to the start of the thing is that um, she works for a small local newspaper in like New York or something like that. Okay, um, she gets a phone call from her editor just basically saying there's been a suicide down at the um, the college or whatever it is, the university go and investigate it. She goes, look, I only do book reviews. And he goes, yeah, well, sod it. You're going to have to go down because you've got nobody else. So she goes off to him, just sort of take a, what she thought would just be a really simple sort of piece about, yeah. you know, what what's happened and stuff. But it's never going to be simple about a suicide. Well, no, it could be. She just, this girl just threw herself off a roof and it could be, oh, well, she got depressed so she threw herself off a roof. End of back, story in paper. It's, back, it's not, it's it's not nice for everyone else in the family, mate. No, but we ain't going that deep into it. Um, but that's when she finds out she's been kind of she starts having like blackouts and stuff and then finds out she's been haunted by this ghost that's haunted the last two generations and nobody knows why um, ghosts can't leave and, and essentially it's just it's just a really nice piece of it you can pick it up on good old games for not very much money for the whole for the whole set was, um, that, was the ghost the reason why the other girl committed suicide no, no it's got nothing to do with that okay you just you just happen to have this ghost hanging around with you um but it's it's just a, it's just a, a nice story game. Um, you know, it, it was quite nice to go from something like Bloodborne and play something which was a bit more narrative, a bit more soft-paced. Um, you know, that I could pause. <laughs> and, yeah. um, just just yeah. for a bit of a break. So it was, that was, I, I really enjoyed that, and looking forward to playing the next couple, uh, next two or three episodes of that. So um, that was good. Um, and the only other one I really wanted to talk about was uh, a game that's taken up far too much of my time and has nearly killed my iPhone. Um, now, as you know, I don't play iOS games. Oh, God, here we go. It's another hidden object game, isn't it? It's not a hidden... Well, kind of, actually. No, it's not. It's um, Sniper. Hitman Sniper. Oh, what? What? Carry on. This is brilliant. Do you remember when Hitman Absolution came out? Yeah, yeah, that snapper demo with it. Exactly. When you pre-ordered it or something like that, you got this little mini game called Sniper, and essentially what it was was it was a fixed point of reference. So you were you just saw kind of um, 
first person view of your hands holding a sniper rifle and in front of you is like a rooftop terrace kind of you know um landscape what do you want to call it a diorama was and it the one where you could assassinate hitler no mate jesus fucking christ that was sniper elite uh, I, I remember, yeah, there's definitely one uh, doing a pre-order bonus. Like, have you ever played a Hitman right? game? Um, yeah, I played one. Yeah, yeah. So, so Hitman game, so um, a bit more serious. <laughs> really, but uh, what they pride oh. themselves on in Hitman was the kind of the creative way you could kill. So, yeah. you, you know, you could have chandeliers fall on people. You yeah. could poison people's food. You could. It was you know, your options. A clown to, yeah, you yeah. had lots and lots of options yeah. of pulling right. off your your, your kill. Um, and the really nice thing about this little mini game, this kind of Hitman Sniper game, was that you had this diorama, this kind of rooftop diorama, where there's lots of different levels. So you're looking at basically kind of in a high-rise apartment or something like that, and you're looking over at a kind of uh, New York Manhattan rooftop party thing going on, okay? Lots of different levels and stuff. But you could, you'd be tasked to kind of kill a certain target or something like that. And so you, first of all, you'd have to scan and find the target. And if you wanted to, you could just shoot them. Easy. Is, this the mi- is this still the mini game you're talking about? This is just the mini game, right? Yeah, yeah. The iOS game is exactly the same, but it's just a different diorama. It's a different level, if you like. Yeah, go on. Okay, so it's exactly the same. So you, you're on your iPhone, you've basically got first person, so it turns into a sniper scope, and you move the scope around with your finger on your iPhone, and then when you want to shoot, you just tap it, you can zoom by pinching, um, you know, pinching the screen or whatever. Um, you've got various different kind of power-ups you can get and stuff like that to help you sort of, you know, that thing where you kind of hold your breath or you can get kind of like an X-ray vision and stuff like this. Yeah. Um, but the really nice thing about it is the way you can kill people. So there's lots of different ways. So, for example, um, you could just shoot someone in the head. Easy. But if you shoot someone in the head when they're standing by a swimming pool or a jacuzzi and they fall into that jacuzzi, You've hidden the body, so you get extra points. Ah. Right? Someone's what? standing so near not, the edge. No of one's going to notice a jacuzzi, red red water with. <laughs> yeah, but what's great about it? I did, one, I did one last night. <laughs> it's not a I shot this guy into the jacuzzi, and his leg was still sticking out. <laughs> right? So what that means is that this girl, this woman, who's like a part, you're not allowed in this. Well, you can be, but you're not supposed to shoot the civilians. So this girl came out, saw this leg, ran off to tell a guard. This guard came to investigate, so I shot him into the jacuzzi. So the girl ran off to get another guard. I must have put about seven guards into this jacuzzi because she <laughs> back for me. But it was brilliant, and there's lots of other brilliant. There's just so Why many creative you ways you can kill? you can kill people in this, man. It's fucking brilliant. You, you've got <laughs> ones where um, there's a really nice one where kind of like set on a kind of cliff top, and there's a path that leads along, and there's a big extractor fan pumping air out. Oh, and brilliant. if you shoot the the um, the controls on it, it turns it into hyper mode. So if you time it right, a guard's walking past, you shoot it, it blows him off the edge of the cliff. Um, you've got things where you've got uh, up on the rooftop of one of them, you've got like a generator, and if you shoot it, that um, one of the wires falls off into a puddle, the guard walks into it, electrocutes himself. Um, there's so many creative ways you can just make your way through it. And what's really nice is the game. Um, gives you kind of unlock so you can you know you can uh, unlock a greater zoom you can unlock a, um, you know more more bullets in your clip that kind of thing you can then if you want to you know uh there's a way you can kind of get new weapons and stuff and you can build new weapons by you know all um as you complete missions you might get given a stock or you might get given a barrel or something like that. you can build up a new gun there is um some kind of pay mechanic in it so if you want to you can buy a gun 
Um, now I've seen two in there. There may be more, but there's one for like 79p, which is okay, yeah, fine. And there's one for um, like five quid, which is just, oh, yeah, forget about it. Yeah. You know, but I'm doing it just with the basic rifle. I've leveled up my rifle pretty much to the max now, and I'm quite happy pissing about with that. Who, who, um, made, the, who made the game? Oh man, I don't know. Um, I don't know if it's made by. It might be made by Edos. I don't know. Um, do, 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 do. So my, three my, question, my question, my question is: Is it the same people that make the actual console game? I thought Square Enix had bought it all. I'm, I'm presuming it is, but I didn't want to just charge in and say, "Yeah, it's definitely that." Um, yeah, it is Square Enix. Um, I can't tell you how much it costs because obviously I bought it, so it doesn't tell me how much it is. But it's about, if I remember rightly, around about two ninety nine. That's quite cheap for a Square Enix game. Yeah, I know, but. There are there are things I need to say about it first. Um, oh god, here we go. I love this game. I think it's fantastic, and I've spent more hours on this than you know most other iOS games I'll ever get to. Uh, I think it's really good, but here's three ninety nine. Is it three ninety nine? Is it okay? Fine. Yeah. Um, it's well worth it for me because that's just yeah, it's, it's a no brainer. I love the mini game that came out with Hitman Absolution. This I love just as much. The only thing I would say about it, it does appear at the moment to only be one level so one diorama now there's lots of different things you can do on it and there's lots of different mission structures and all that but that's a lot of money for one yeah that's one weird level. that is weird so I don't know if they're adding more um, in the future or whether they'll make that DLC or whatever I mean I'd pay a couple of quid per map because they're so detailed they're beautiful um, but I would I would quite happily pay a couple of couple of pounds you know for, for different well maps. hopefully the future ones are just free updates free updated maps I, I hope so I don't you know you never you can never really tell with sort of games these days because they, they kind of want to milk you for everything they got but you know if you're looking for a good game it's fine the other thing to say is it does come with a warning about what devices you can play it on it is quite intensive um, I tried to put it on my iPad too and it won't even load <laughs> open the screen <laughs> So, <laughs> I've kind of, I've tried to reinstall it, so I don't know if that's worked or not. Time, but, uh, time to upgrade the app, advance. Well, that's always a thought. Um, I, I did actually seriously think about maybe it's time to upgrade, but I thought that might be a little bit excessive spending five hundred quid or whatever it is on a new iPad so that I can play fucking sniper. Um, but if you are looking it? for a new iOS game, something to float your boat, and you've got a bit of spare change going around, it's, it's I love it. I think it's a fantastic thing. So. Uh, Four stars out of five for Vine Z, um, just because of the one map thing. Really, that's it. That's all. Everything else about it's pretty damn perfect. Um, can I can I go, can I give a quick shout out to an iOS game? Seeing as we're talking yeah, about that, yeah, because um, I don't like iOS games I, um, as well. But I've only got one on my iPhone, uh, my iPhone six, and it's brilliant. Um, it's by Square Enix as well. That's why you just reminded me of it. But I have to say straight away, it's eleven pounds. So it's. <gasps> Yeah, it's it's oh, the most expensive game. game. Yeah, it's a Final Fantasy. Game. It's Final Fantasy VI, um, but it's sort of remade. That's for the... not an iOS game. No, well, it's, it's on a, the phone. It can... Yeah, it's on the phone, but it's not an iOS. No, it's game. it's a well, whatever it is. Is a SNES game? Is it? Yeah. Clarky, it's a SNES game, but they completely remade it for the um, iOS, and it looks fantastic. Well, they HD'd the graphics. Don't get everyone excited by saying they completely remade it. Okay, well they HD the graphics and it's shown in the price because I think all the games are like twelve pounds. Um, but yeah, it's a fantastic game. It's it's Final Fantasy VI um, on your phone. Like if so, if 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 I'd gone back in time and told young Clarky or five years old that he's gonna be playing this on the go on his phone in the future, he would have 
his brains would have melted. Probably. Um, you know, for, uh, if, I'd have if, probably if, have screamed, "I want my mum." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it yeah. But it's a it's a 35-hour game on your phone. Brilliant. How far have you got? Um, about 15 hours in. All right. Worry about what what's going on where you are. Sort of went into a village and it's raining and. Um, <laughs> Fucking hell. No, no, I don't don't laugh because there's hardly any villages in this game that rain, so you should know the one I'm talking about. Oh, the ghost one. Yeah, you go. Oh, you yeah. spoiled it. I was gonna go and buy it as well. Well, I'm not gonna bother now. Really good. I played on the train. I played on the river. Yeah. Uh, it was really, really good. Yeah, you'll, you'll really enjoy the puzzle as you go up the stairs. Yeah, I got stuck. The thing is, I don't take the train anymore to work, so I haven't played it in ages. But um, how do you get to work? I drive now. Fifty miles, man. You yeah, blinking it up, man. You blink it. Don't tell them where I work. That's private. Well, you yeah. got the wheels, you know. <laughs> yeah, sorry, sorry, I've narrowed it down to within a 50-mile radius of somewhere in London. <laughs> yeah, I was afraid you were going to say where. But, not uh, Croydon, no. Not Croydon. No, not anymore, not anymore. Um, Clarky, do you want to mention any iOS games? Because we all have. Um, I haven't really played anything. There's uh, Broken Age. Okay. Uh, which... Again, it's stunning on an iPad. Oh, you're on iPad. What phone are you? I was gonna say, what phone are you playing it on? Oh, I've got a 5C. Ah, okay. But I don't play it on the phone. I play the games on the pad. Ooh. And obviously, there's always FTL. Huh. Never forget FTL. There's always FTL. Yeah. The only other game I want to give a shout out to, Iris, is all the Broken Sword games, which are fantastic. Go buy them now. There you go. Broken Edge. There's they're, my on v- they're on Vita as well, by the way. Broke, yeah, broken swords. Yeah, well, they're not. They won't look as good on the Vita pad. I love them. Yeah, they will. No, they won't. Love them. Anyway, um, if we're done talking about games, I've got a shitload of fucking things to talk about. Would you like to talk about some things? Yeah, why not? Yay! I was trying to make it a bit more like Rainbow. You know, when Jeffrey comes in and gives it all a hello, everybody. We've got some things to talk about. Would you like to talk about sex education? Yeah. Um, How come Bungle wore pajamas for bed but didn't wear anything during the day? He was a nudist, obviously. Fair enough. Right. <laughs> I'm not just going through my tweets at all. Right. So I'm going to go through some confessions, but then we also have a, a bit of a discussion topic, which I think is nice. Don't you guys think it's nice? It's nice. Yay. So, um, oh, we actually have got. Okay, so Richard Birch, um, again. Uh, pets close buddy yeah shout um, out to Richard yeah despite not agreeing with the concept I might go early access on Dirt Rally do you agree with paying to test a game you're asking the wrong person if you're asking me because I've bought more early access games yeah. than are available <laughs> how does this work because I've never paid to test a game so do you uh, pay for a demo or do you literally pay for it yeah, how does it work they, they release the game into what they call early access which is their way of saying it's not gold so you wouldn't print it to disc yet but it's near as damn it it's kind of final beta yeah. you can have the whole game it's in early access you expect some bugs and whatever imagine, imagine day one battlefield yeah, yeah so you kind of have paid to test the game really so do you so do you you pay a discounted price I assume sometimes uh, most of the time you would do so yeah. for example Dirt Rally which he's talking about I think think is around the 22 23 pound mark on steam so that that would that will launch when it launches for what 35 pounds uh, 30, 35 pound probably something like that um okay. Rich, if you're listening yeah buy it because it's fucking good um <laughs> but otherwise 
But hold on, I, I have still haven't understood the concept. So when when you buy the game for twenty two pounds and then uh-huh. it actually does release, do you have to pay the remaining money no. or <laughs> you pay twenty two pounds forever? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's worth it then. So, so they, they like do this a lot on, on on Steam on PC. They do this an awful lot where um, lots of games come out in early access. So uh, Elite was out in some kind in a kind of early access form. <sighs> Um, you know, um, it wasn't feature complete, but it was stable enough to play. And then, what I like about early access is um, you get the kind of core idea of what the developer's going for. But what I really like about it is things like um, Prison Architect, uh, which is in early access, which I love, is that you kind of get new content dropped on you every kind of month. Mm. Um, so it's a bit like getting free DLC. So you start off with a very basic game. By the time I've kind of mastered the basic, and I say mastered in very inverted commas, um, I get more content for it, and it's great. I get an email come through saying, "Hey, guess what? The update for Pr- Prison Architect is out again. Brilliant! What they added this time? Oh, they've added stiffer dogs, and they've added I don't know metal you... detectors, and they've added, oh, like, oh, brilliant! I'll go and play with that then." Well, so what, what I was thinking was like, in theory, it sounds good because. Uh... Yeah, you know, you get to play it. Like, for instance, I, I was thinking, would I pay now to play Persona 5? Yeah, I probably would, but am I actually robbing myself of a better experience at the end, though? No, 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 because um, you get this. Well, you get the same game at the end. You know, you, it'll be patched up to the retail version. Um, the only thing that you might kind of rob yourself of is that experience of the first play. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, so I'm not getting. Uh, should I? Would I, uh, what I'm trying to think in my head is, would I actually enjoy a, mo- a more polished experience? Yeah, think think of the nostalgia you'd have when you're going around in the full game and then thinking, I remember when I'd have clipped the scenery on this yeah. corner. I remember when there were no textures in this room at all. <laughs> no, I mean, look, it's, it's, it's serious. So there, there are games I'll do it for, there are games. So, for example, talking about something like Broken Sword, I wouldn't pay for early access for that. I might, but I wouldn't play it until it got released because I want to play the final thing I want to play that you know the game as it was intended as it comes out highly polished or whatever but for that kind of game for me there's a kind of limit to immediate replayability so I'll play the game through once and then I'll come back to it in a year's time I'm not going to want to play it then play it again then play it again then play it again whereas for something like Elite Dangerous or um, Prison Architect or anything like that um, Rust you know Minecraft was, was kind of early access as well you know they're dropping content fairly regularly, so I got no problem at all with it. The only thing I would say is I've, you know, there are a few games that I've backed to early, not backed, but you know, bought early access that still haven't been released yet. Yeah. Uh, Prison Architect hasn't fucking been released yet. Kirby Jesus, Space that's still a lot of help. just come out. Um, yeah. You won't ever know. You won't buy a PC. I'm thinking I've definitely got no problem with it absolutely none in fact I really like that you've got the option you know what that developers are doing this and it, you've got the option if you want to play a bit early it might not be the best version I, I love that you've got the option but thinking about it would I buy Persona 5 and Final Fantasy 15 now right today and play it tomorrow probably not because I know it's going to be in shambles and I'd rather play that game when it's polished I remember The Last of Us I remember Naughty Dog said um, when they delayed The Last of Us for six weeks after it came out months after they said um the difference between The Last of Us being a great game and an amazing <coughs> game was those six weeks. Like in this last six weeks, they, you know, they pushed themselves so much. So maybe something I'm really looking forward to. I probably would wait, but I love that the options out there, and uh, I, I hope I they think, bring that to console. Yeah, with 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 things like um, with most of the Steam ones, with, with a lot of them are fairly cheap, so it's a good way of just buying in buying in early for kind of almost like an extended demo, if you like, to see if it's something that floats your boat or not. Um, but oh, yeah, I've got no problem with it. And I'll definitely pick up Dirt because um, it's 
it's good. Um, I mean, what's the developer getting out of it? Is he just getting a bit more money so he can finish the well, game? Well, they, they get an he... initial cash injection because obviously you're yeah. paying money before the game's been released. They also get a hell of a lot of feedback. They get to stress test all their servers if they want to. So they're getting free play testing. So, yeah, they get quite a lot out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Ian from Player Two Cast. Um, very good podcast. Uh, I don't like Fallout games and got no excitement from the new trailer. What? Gus. <laughs> on. Um, on, on a, a sort of reply to that, um, any podcasts out there, there's now a spare space on my iPhone. <laughs> replacing Player 2 cast. <laughs> I wasn't that enamoured with it. I, it's, it's kind of that thing. It's the investment. I mean, if if they announced Bloodborne two tomorrow, you'd be jumping up and down. Well, they've, as would Dark, I. So they've announced. They sort of announced Dark Souls three. There's been a leak about it, and I'm kind yeah. of jumping up and down about it. Well, that. no, that's it. It's whether you're invested in the title, isn't it? It is. Well, I mean, it's well documented on many a podcast that I've never really got on with the Fallout series, and I've tried. Oh, you liked the Wasteland Survival Guard. I've tried playing it so many. I've tried playing Fallout three four times. And I've never got past Megaton because it's just dull. It's not dull. There's well, I mean, I've got past Megaton in the sense of I've gone out and I've explored a little bit, and I've gone to like the supermarket, and I've gone to the bridge bit, and I've gone to other bit. But you know, uh, not... how can you say it's dull when it's it's basically Skyrim with lasers? It's not. No, like, it, it is. Doesn't have the resonance. I didn't. I don't like it. The thing that worries me most about the Fallout 4 trailer is it just looks like Fallout 3 again, and I was kind of hoping they might do something a little different with it. Well, they they, they, don't, they don't need to though because they've got so many fans. They just no, really I know. Them. I don't know. Don't need to. But I was just kind of, you know, if you take the kind of upraised graphics out of it, you know, it's been brought up to date. Obviously, it, it looks. You know, you've got the vaults. Great. Yep. Lovely. You've got the 1950s past. Yep. Great. We've done that. You've got a dog. Yep. We've done that. You've got a bloke in a blue vault suit. Yeah, we've done. You know, it's just like, come on, please, give me, give me something, give me something. Yeah, awesome. but after after what five years, you need to like. In fact, it's longer, isn't it? After five years, you need to inject a little bit of uh, familiarity. Look, mate, look, I don't know. Maybe. I, it's you know, it, it's it's hard for me to talk about because, like I say, I'm not. And you know, if you were, if you're a fan of the series, like you obviously are, Clarky, then you must have been like just wetting yourself silly over it. Oh which, hell yeah. Which is fine. Like you know, it's like you know, if I if the new Broken Sword trailer came out, I'm like oh my god, and you'd be going, yeah, but Vimesy, it's the same two people. You, you really sounded people. like Zippy then. <laughs> uh, yeah, why not? Um, I was always more Roger and Freddy, but you know. <clears throat> oh God. Uh, so, yeah, I can see why people are excited about. It. I'm just not. I'm not investing in Fallout at all. What about you, Pat? Have you played Fallout? Do you like it? Your thing? No, I, I've never played a Fallout game. I, I don't know anything about it. I've um, given up on him. Well, I'm not explaining it to you. If you well, want to play, buy it. Well, that's not very nice. Oh, no, I gave up recommending stuff to you. Don't well, buy it, pet. Just wait. Well, for I was just going to say that it, it it's got really high reviews and people rate it. And someone saying to me, Skyrim in first person, I'm all over that. So I was looking forward to the fourth one without having no idea what the what hell. What do you mean, Skyrim in first person? You just said it was Skyrim with lasers. Yeah, it's still the same point of view. You can put it into first person if you want. Is it not an FPS? No. Uh, well, it, can, it can be. I played parts of it as an FPS. Yeah, it's a, it's an FPS in the same way that Skyrim can be an FPS. Mm. Well, I played all of Skyrim in first person mode. 
Really? Really? You yeah. No. What do you mean? It's better. No, 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 that's fine. I mean, I, I, put two, I put two hours into Skyrim, and I, I've. No. Oh, you, I think Pet would love the VAT system. Yeah, you probably would actually, Pet. But then I thought you'd like Bloodborne, so what do I know? <laughs> um, oh, no, okay, Pat, you can pick, you can pick this, this up for about what a pound. So would you say New Vegas or Fallout Three for Pat as a new? Um, Fallout Three. Okay. I, I, I would love to go into. Uh, I've missed out on the Fallout game, so I'd love to start. And Number Four oh. seems like a great time to start. So yeah. Please do sell that piece of shit game that uh, Bimes is sell, uh, sent Yeah, you. which he hasn't played yet. I haven't tried. No, I haven't, but I will do one day. Okay, um, Jeffrey Widden, who's got a very, very um, good point here. Um, are we concerned that if Pet ever refunds all his JRPGs on Steam, that the entire video game economy will collapse? <laughs> <laughs> if he was been playing them on PC, then yeah, I would be. But thank fuck, he's not. Because <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'd never survive. <coughs> If I, if I hadn't bought all of these games on Vita or the JRPGs, the Vita would have died months ago, mate. Yeah. Oh, Postman Gav. Hey, shout out. Shout out, why not? Um, he's up to £3.16p on Star Wars Card Trader now. Idiot. <laughs> My thoughts exactly. <laughs> well, he spent £3.16p? Yep. Oh, man. Uh, on pictures of trading cards. Fuck's sake! Why, man? Stop buying. I can draw them for you. <laughs> Chunky Monkey sixty six, otherwise known as Andy. Um, confession: Never played any Gears of War, even though we had a three sixty. Bored of fighting aliens years before and since. We get a good show though, so that's fine. Um, I liked Gears of War. I like Gears of War, and I didn't get it until very, very late. I like Gears uh, of War one and two very much. Gears three went on far too long, if you ask me. No, I liked I liked all three of those. I basically binge played those. I did one after the other, and uh, I, I, that had a very nice story to it, with a nice, satisfying. And, uh, oh, I'm not sure about that, but oh god, come on, mate! I was I was nearly in tears in Gears of War. You're 3. an emotional type chap. You're yeah. a general giant. We know this. Get, oh, I'm, don't, I'm don't do it. I'm, I'm more the battle scarred vet, you know. Gears of War is a great game. I n- I've never had an Xbox. My I played it around my friend's house, and it was the only game that sort of made. Well, that and Halo made me. You feel never like, have an oh. Xbox three. You never had a three sixty. I've never had an. I've never had an Xbox anything. Um, but I. This it, needs to change. It, it was the only. It was the only game that sort of made me want to buy an Xbox. I think it's insane if you've got an Xbox and haven't got this okay. game. Yeah, yeah you, 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 you're a co-host on a podcast. You need to get an Xbox and a PC. Well, maybe we'll, we'll actually start one, one step at a time, Vams. One yeah, step yeah, at a time. Yeah. Um, to be honest, I wouldn't bother with the Xbox. I'm not playing any games on it anyway. Um, <laughs> the, the, the line I have a bit of a problem with here, Andy, is your is your board of fighting aliens years before and since. Oh, I think that's alienist, really. Um, yeah. You know, yeah. you've got different types of killing aliens. XCOM, you played it fighting against aliens. Gears oh, War, obviously. Um, Elite, you're, you may be fighting against aliens soon. You've got Alien Isolation, you're kind of fighting against aliens. They've got up if you do try and fight it. Bloodborne. Blood. What? No. Um, that's monsters. So, no, there's aliens in it. Oh, there is they aliens. They look like aliens. aliens, but they're not. No, no, they, well, they, they might, are. I suppose I'm finding out yet. But... Oh, come on. Of course they are. You don't. They might not be. We don't know this. Oh, you haven't finished the game yet, so don't give me that. Um, oh, but, you know, the, the great one and the astral. So I, would, I wouldn't quite... Yeah. I, 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 wouldn't, I wouldn't be so alienist as to say, just because it's got aliens in it, I won't play it. 
But I get your point about Gears of War, but you should, man. The first one's. I think they're doing. The, and they do, they're going to announce E3, aren't they? Going to do a Gears of War remaster. He should get on that because actually, Gears of War One is a, is a cracking game, and I played that in co-op, local co-op with a friend of mine, and it was fucking brilliant. It was really, yeah, really. Yeah, that, that must have been awesome. Uh, do you remember the trailer for that on TV when it was like million people? Do you remember that? I don't remember that trailer. No. Do you know what? it had the um, you know Mad World? And it had like yeah, a, I remember oh, that, oh god, yeah. Give him the trailer. It was a really awesome trailer. Like it was all animated. It wasn't the actual gameplay. But he sort of fell into a cave and he lifted up like a light and he saw this huge creature. It just looked like oh, I want to buy an Xbox for this game. What is that for Gears of War? Yeah, it was for Gears no, of War. no. The song, the song was actually in the game as well. Oh, was it really? Well, the instrumental to it was yeah oh. on the uh, emotional they part. I was talking about. No, they don't sing along to it. <laughs> Well, no, it, 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 in, in the game it really kicks in at the right moment and it's you're going to have to forgive me on very heart wrenching scene yeah exactly oh Don you're going to get me crying <laughs> oh, I don't know I don't know if um, some of these have been mentioned because it was a while ago since we've been recorded so I'm going to say them and then if we've mentioned them you can shout at me um, the giggity uh, said he deleted his mate's O level computer work did we get this one what you remember this? No, okay. So, this uh, Giggity come in and he says, uh, I deleted my mate's O-level computer work on the... Th- <laughs> Bloody hell, we are going back. A 5.25-inch disc with a big nag- magnet because he pissed me off. 30 <laughs> years later, I can... Brilliant. <laughs> oh, shit. So the guy didn't even know. That's half... Oh, and also, he didn't confession. have a backup. Yeah, he's, pr- he's, probably, he's probably sweeping the streets now crying <laughs> he didn't have a backup brilliant now that is a confession oh well my to be God. fair in my life a backup. We, we forgive you sir you probably thought of like you probably thought gave taught him a really valuable life lesson to always back up your work or so. don't never trust your friends oh yeah something like that <laughs> um, Gav's back again it seems he's accidentally ordered The Witcher 3 fair play mate well done one day when I finish Bloodborne I'll get on to that and maybe Dark Souls too. And um, heard good things about it, so well done, Gav. This is this is this is quite a moment for me. Um, we should all just take a moment. We've had an email, <laughs> an email, ladies and gentlemen. Not oh just my. Does someone remember the password? Oh just my god! Up, to be fair. Um, wow, <laughs> I was I was touched. I really was. Um, we'd like more. So Rex State sausages. Um, thank you, sir. Thank you. Uh, here is my gaming confession I've been a computer gamer since helping my mate program a ZX80 to play Pontoon in 1981 I remember those days yeah Jesus in, I remember being and in 34 in years of gaming I've finished about 10 fucking games oh brilliant you know sounds like Vamsy Doom Half-Life Half-Life 2 Medal of Honor Call of Duty Fear Operation Flashpoint that's a pretty good route um, Portal Return to Castle Wolfenstein great game Max Payne and Goldeneye on the N64 and I nearly finished awesome Harrier games. Attack on the Spectrum Shame. awesome games he's played though awesome games yeah, played. how yeah. did you could you finish Harrier Attack I didn't think you could finish it you don't know what I'm Who, fucking talking about I don't know what the fuck you were talking about no I'm saying I like, probably do if I have a look through the suitcase full of cassettes in the loft <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about no, you see, because I had an Amstrad 6128, so I had the disk drive version of Harry Attack. Mm. Yeah, boys. Um, bloody hell. I didn't even know you could finish Harry Attack. Okay. Um, so, wow. Yeah, you've got what we call Vimesitis. Um, 
or possibly um, Pet's JRPG bug, where he just essentially um, plays 20 hours of a JRPG and forgets the other 150 hours of it. Uh, wow, 10 what, games. Is that, is that it? Is that his confession then? That's it. Well, that's a pretty bloody good confession. You've been gaming for 35 years and you've only finished 10 games. That's a pretty high confession. <laughs> no, I didn't mean that. I mean, like, is it is it finished? I thought you were still. I thought it was still on red bits. But yeah, that's uh, that's a bloody epic convention. Con- what was the last game you finished, Pat? Preparing the down then. Um, just trying to think. Mario. Nah, I haven't finished it. Yet. I've still, I've still got those. Oh, still got those two finished. levels left. Um, yeah, Persona Four Golden, I guess. Um, yeah, I think so. Clarky. What? The last game you finished? Um. Oof. Um. Yeah. Uh, I think it was Dragon Age. Oh, good shout! I forgot about it. Yeah, I finished that too. Ah. Um. Okay. So. We're getting on a bit in the show, but there is there is one thing we, we should discuss really because Pet's brought it up and a few people have asked us to uh, to mention it. Um, this is all Pet's fault, uh, but you, you have been called out on it, Pet. Um, is the next gen poor? So this is this is Gav again, strangely. Oh, for fuck's sake! After Twits rant on Twitter again today, thank you for that, Pet. Whinging about basically everything in what we now call current gen ladies and gentlemen um is is the new generation xbox one ps4 poor compared to previous centuries pat you brought this up no i nobody understands me but in my head it makes sense what i'm trying to say if you're a fan of jrpgs it's poor if you're a fan of everything else it's not what what i was trying to say and we, we can answer the question you've posed which is a different question to what I posed but today what I posed is just the, the games we've had so far on current gen are not are not all that, they're not gems there's better games on last gen, that's that's all I was saying yeah, but when in last gen? even at the end of last gen if yeah, you take no, the last two years the of last gen of course there were decent games at the end of last gen because they'd had seven years to kind of yeah. get good at it yeah, that's what that's what I was saying. That's what I was saying. Every time there's a there's a generation swap from PS1 to PS2, from PS2 to PS3, the first two years of of the new gen are always not that good because that's not the impression you gave on your Twitter feed. That's what I was trying to say, but nobody was understanding me. Because no, you gave the impression, or what you were basically saying was that this last year of year and a half of whatever of, of the new consoles has been shite compared to the same period of time. For C60 and PS3. That I, I I wasn't trying to give that impression though. Well, it's too late. You've done it. Yeah. So what I've done is research. Right. Jesus. And I've come up. Wait, with but actually, it probably has been shit. Yeah. No, I've just oh, just, let him, just let him just let him talk. I'm, I'm, I'm open-minded to this because. Um, no, it has been shit. Yeah. I can kind yeah. of see your point of view in that there hasn't been like you know for the Xbox for example there hasn't been anything that's made me jump up and down and go oh, I must play this on Xbox but. No. I have one. I still can't quite work out why. Um, and PS4, you know, I haven't bought that many games. But the games I have played on it have been very good. So I'm just, I'm just looking at. This is a list of 360 and PS3 games that were, as far as I know, console exclusive within the first year of the console's launch. Yeah, okay. go, on. go on. So I'm not going to read all of them out. I'm just going to, because some of them are just weird. Um, COD 2, Condemned Criminal Origins, Cameo. Cameo. I liked Cameo. 
Perfect Dark Zero, less said about yeah. that, the better. Um, PGR three, Ridge Racer, yeah. fairly shy. Full Auto, yeah. that classic Rumble Roses XX, Over G Fighters, Dead Rising, Saints Row, Import Tuna Challenge, Gears of War, Genji, Resistance. Oh, what? Import Tuna Challenge. Import Tuna Challenge. Not not the fish tuna. Not it wasn't like let's go out and import some fish challenge. All right. And it was car game thing. Uh, where was it? Yeah, Genji, Resistance, Fall of Man, uh, Full Auto 2 came out literally within the same year as Full Auto did. <laughs> That's fantastic. Brilliant. Motorstorm, Winning Post 7, Maximum 2007, Warhawk and Heavenly Sword. Okay, yeah. so that's that's just to give you a flavour of the games that came out within the first year that were console exclusive, i.e. not on a, available on a PC, um, some Xbox exclusive in there, some PlayStation. And, and, and not available in the previous system, I brought. Yeah, yeah. Okay, go on. And this year? This and year. This gen? Um, PS4 and Xbone, Crimson Dragon, apparently, Dead Rising 3, Fighter Within, Forza 5, Killer Instinct. Hold on, Riot. hold on, hold on a second. Was Dead Rising and Forza not on previous gen as well? Forza no, five sequels. Uh, okay, and they only came out on next gen, is that right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Right, you can't on. get Forza 5 on the um, 360, as far as I'm aware. Okay. Um, Killer Instinct, Rise, Titanfall, D4, Forza Horizon 2, <coughs> Halo MMC, yeah. not, not the cricket club, um, Killzone, Knack, Resogun, Sound Shapes, and there are a fair few more. So, <coughs> Sound Shapes? What are you about? Sound Shapes came out on Vita and PS3. <coughs> Is it on PS3? Yeah, and it's on Vita. Oh, yeah, Wiki- Wikipedia's wrong then. Fair enough. It is wrong, because um, I bought that way, way before PS4. Right. Um, <laughs> so, I don't know. It, it's just take your pick, really. Um personally i think it's exactly what i expected the first year to be for a new console gen um but all i will say is in the previous gens when i've had like my 360 i held on to my xbox for a bit longer and i when i have my ps3 i held on to my ps2 for a bit longer and actually this time around i've been quite happy to dump both the 360 and the ps3 as soon as their counterparts rubbish rubbish yep they go rubbish <coughs> rubbish gone. i have no old tech sh- in my house i play the ps3 more than i play the ps4 what you should be reading out is the last year of the ps3 games and the first year of the ps4 uh, games no 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 that's just no because we should be playing ps3 and xbox 360 is what we should be playing that's not right you can't compare the last year of a console generation to the first year of the next i know i can compare whatever i want to compare well, that's true. You can. <laughs> I just don't have to listen to you. <laughs> this ain't career. I can do what I want to do. But, um, no offence to our North Korean friends out there, which probably don't listen to this show. But, um, I don't think they're allowed to. Yeah, fair enough. But, um, but no, I, I, again, like I just mean right now, I'm enjoying more games on my PS3 than I am my PS4. I'm enjoying more games on my Wii U. That's just because there's more JRPGs on the PS3 than there are on the PS4. Well, that is one problem. Like, what What the hell? Are they not playing yeah, JRPGs in Japan? Yeah, they've got shit tons of them. Well, why can't they bring them over? Because 99% of them are shit. <laughs> <laughs> are there any JRPGs on the PS4? This is an honest question. I don't know. Uh, uh, no, I, I think there's plenty if you live in Japan, but there's not really that much. But why can't they? Why are they not making any good ones for Japan? 
Well, they are making good ones for Japan, but they're just shit. Sorry. Uh. (laughs) The Japanese love them, but we find them shit. Mm. Okay. (laughs) Why do they like them, then, if we find them shit? It's like us in FIFA games. They just churn them out at a rate of knots. Oh, look. Just release another FIFA game and they'll walk to the te- well, they'll walk to Tesco's like fucking zombies and pick it up every year. <laughs> oh look, that one's got the new kit sponsors on the front. It's the same with JRPGs. Oh look, let's go to Happy Happy <laughs> Shopping Supermarket Land in Japan and go. Oh look, let's see who, which character has fucking amnesia in this new JRPG this year. Enough, it's the same thing. There's a lot of gamers going. Oh look. <laughs> you're all wrong um so okay so we've, we've basically decided that pet's weird and can compare what the hell he wants to whatever he wants when he wants which is yeah, fair enough personally that's his prerogative i think this no, listen, first... okay listen, listen. Know, we've had fucking bloodborne i mean let's not be you know forgetting about this yeah but i haven't i haven't really liked that I, I mean like i said the conversation started me going there's better games on the ps3 right right now than there is on the ps4 and someone well, if you started if you started off and you, <coughs> started off and you said here's a PS3 and here's a PS4 here's the PS3 library games here's the PS4 library games and no one had ever seen the console before yeah of course they bloody would yeah that's what I'm trying to say thank you very much seven years of back catalogue no but I'm just saying in the last two years as well okay, now. last of us <coughs> GTA 5 him I just I don't know why everyone's getting so annoyed with me just saying I'm enjoying my PS3 more than I'm ne- than next gen. Oh, no, that's fine. What's, what's wrong with that? Like, no, there's no, nothing no, to play. There's nothing to play on next gen. <gasps> you could play Demon's Souls. That's what that's a PS3 game. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So there's there's so go play Demon's Souls. And shut last up. gen games. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. Um, we'll come to the end of the show because you can see Clark is almost falling asleep. Um, we're going to have a little bit of a different show next week, but we haven't quite decided what that's going to be because it is of course E3 week next week Um, and along with hopefully more news about um, Dark Souls 3 uh, and a little game called Fallout 4 we're quite interested so we're not quite sure how we're going to do it we're not quite quite sure we were talking about possibly doing a live comms over the actual thing but that's going to be like two hours of listening to Microsoft XX talk bollocks or whether we'll just hop on slam a show out after um, the actual um natural Microsoft show because I think the, the, the Sony one's on about 2 in the morning and you can sod that for a laugh we might do what? an update the next day so what we might do tomorrow on next week is do a couple of shorter shows where we just nip on do 20 minutes per show uh, on each of the major conferences whether it be the Fallout one might be just me and Clarky or if Pets around you can join in that's at 3am as well yeah yeah but we can do a quick one you know so we, what you might get next week is a bit like Arnold Rimmer you know lots of little courses um, <laughs> I remember that episode. Um, uh, next week, so you might have you might have episode twenty three, four, five, six, and seven next week. Um, but so we're gonna we're gonna experiment with it a little bit, and we're still working on how we're gonna get Pet's final review of Return of the Jedi into the show. Um, we still decided yet, but we're working on it. So, um, Pet, did you say we had a review? Uh, yeah, yeah, we did, we did, we had and a new you've got review. You put it to hand, haven't you, Pet? Oh, absolutely. Shall I I'll vamp a little bit? So, um, in the meantime, while Pet's digging up, <laughs> we do appreciate the reviews massively. Uh, all of them that we've had, all 
four, yeah. whatever it is. Um, so please do if you, if you are on iTunes, it really does help us out. You have to go and actually give us the five stars, obviously, otherwise it doesn't count for some. I don't know why. Just put it to five anyway. And uh, you actually have to write something. I can't stress how important that is. You need to write words, otherwise it doesn't count. All right. Yeah, write apparently words. it really it really helps us. Like with us, when you search us or when when yeah, yeah, in the yeah. tables and scores, it's all about reviews, really. I have no idea what any of that means. And in all honesty, I don't think we're ever going to appear on any top ten charts or anything like that. Although we're obviously better than you beyond without you. You fucking help. defeatist bastard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Pat, review. Uh, the latest review is by Egg Daddy. Hey, Eggy boy. Thank you, mate. Oh, do you know uh, I, mean, I don't know this man at Woo. all. I don't oh, know okay. at all. No relation to me. Well, he's not a relation. I mean, I've never heard of him before. Carry on. <laughs> oh, wait. Yeah, carry on, Pat. He, he, I know um, who he the is. The title so. is It's the Ricky Gervais Podcast for Gamers! Explanation mark. Um, he says, uh, Vimesy Gervais, Clarky Merchants, and Pet Pilkington. Not sure how I feel about that. Discuss <laughs> fifth, like that. Pet Pilkington. Discuss films, games, and life. Um, poor old Pet plays the stooge and has and has had me in tears of laughter with his recent Star Wars episodic reviews. Clarky and Vimesy's soothing tones provide a wonderful counter to Pet's monologue, mono, monologues. Monologues. I heartily recommend you check out this Good podcast help. for information and giggles. Five out of five. Very nice. Aww. Thank you, Egg Daddy. Yeah, thanks for repaying whatever favour you owed Vamsy, Egg Daddy. Oh, it's because I pimped his, um, his blood oh, porn fair enough, um, um, videos. If you want to go check him out, check out Egg Daddy on YouTube. He does some really good blood porn oh, oh, you could check my blood porn videos out. Yeah, your blood porn videos are boring. There's no commentary or anything. It's boring. Well, straight to the point. <sighs> yeah. Anyway, so, um, so yeah, we, we again we did this on bits and PCs. It always falls apart in the last five. On what? Yeah, you may have heard of it. Fantastic show. We were both. No, no one's heard of it. Um, that may be making a comeback, which would be awesome. So, um, in the meantime, if you want to follow the the pod, obviously at Confessional Pod, um, me at Vimesy seventy four, Pet at Life of Pet or Stud Muffin, um, and um, Clarky at Clarky Snap. Uh, you can email us, please, because you know I like getting email. It's it's fun and exciting, and Clark is going to tell you the email address because I always forget it. It's confessionalpod at gmail dot com. Thank you very much. And any more reviews that we do get in, we have given that job to Pet. It is his job now to check reviews and let us know when we've had any and read them out on the show. So I'm not sure if that puts you off or turns you on. Either way. That's what you got. And we'll catch you next week for a whole host of E3 goodness. Thank you very much for listening. Ciao. Ta-ta.